Okay, uh, Proverbs eleven fifteen. Whoever puts up security for a stranger will surely suffer harm, but he who hates striking hands in pledge is secure. Well, I think um, one can put up security for another in various ways. One way is the words we speak, right? You might stand up for your friend, um, say his name is Joe, who's inter interviewing for a job. The interviewer might call you and ask for a reference. And you respond by saying, Joe is good. He's a good guy. He's honest. He's hardworking. Just the other day, he worked all day. Right beside me, we were uh, helping a neighbor fix a fence. He didn't have a break all day long. You won't be sorry if you hire him. No, in this case, you would be putting your, your own personal word up as security for Joe's character. However, if Joe was someone you had only met and you didn't have a history with him... It would be stupid for you to give your word as security for Joe's moral disposition. Uh, I mean, your words could come back and damage your own character, right? What you say about Joe, uh, it could get around town and uh, you, you might be bragging on Joe. But uh, when Joe fails <laughs> and lets your word down, I mean, your word could get, it could get around town that you're not credible in your voicings of Joe. So so that's one example of uh, of how um, you know you can put up a security for a stranger and it'd be bad. But, and we could use money as an example too, I think. Let's say yeah, let's use a, a believer. If a believer co-signs for a stranger, to help them get a, a loan, not knowing the history of um, this person or their integrity as a human being. And if the stranger fails to fulfill their obligation, that payment would fall back on the cosigner, right? And what if, just what if, the believer is not really well off? It could cause them to default on, on their own commitments, right? And, uh, and thus give themselves a bad name. So, uh, all that being said, I want us to look at what the text is not saying. Uh, I don't want us to really misinterpret it by isolating it from the rest of the Bible. I don't think that it's saying we should not be generous, right? Even to our own hurt. I mean, the Bible is clear. But rather enjoy we should give and give and give all the while trusting God and as believers it's our utmost goal we keep this in mind that the name and the character of Christ is not defamed by our actions therefore we must be discerning in all things and take situations on a case-by-case -case basis but yes we are called and he makes us able to give and bless others in Christ's name, even if we're excessively poor. And uh, I love that what Paul says, speaking to the Macedonians, uh, 
In 2 Corinthians 8, 2, For in a severe, or he's speaking about the Macedonians, For in a severe test of affliction, their abundance of joy and their extreme poverty have overflowed in a wealth of generosity on their part. So let's reread our text. Uh, Whoever puts up security for a stranger will surely suffer harm. But he who hates striking hands in pledge is secure. Again, it's not, not to misinterpret this. I don't think our text is negating. Let's, let's use this next situation. Let's say a believer who is well off signs a loan for a stranger. Uh, trying to help them out in a tough situation. Sure, they could have given the money directly to them with no problem. However, guaranteeing a loan was an attempt to not only help them meet their need, but also help them be responsible and grow in accountability. So, you know, in today's society, if that person defaults on a loan, the believer's character would not be likely be harmed. He would not he would just go down and pay off the loan. But rather, uh, but his his generosity in the name of Christ, it would not come back to to bring him dishonor. But in fact, it would give glory to God. All right. Well, you know we can't really truly uh, guarantee another person's character in any case, whether they're a good friend or a stranger. However, we are 100% sure about the character of our Lord. Every word we speak, every deed we do is to point to His righteousness, His character, how He fulfills every promise, how He is trustworthy, honest, dependable, honorable, upright even. He never defaults on His word. Therefore, let all that we do be done to the praise of His glory and the grace that He gives through His Son, Jesus Christ. We'll close with this last verse. Um, 2 Corinthians 9.8 says that, And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work.